everybody, and welcome back to the Film Reroll. We are the podcast where we play through your favorite movies as role-playing games and make a mess of things. We are here with Fifth Element, the crew with me today, very excited, in the role of Father Vito Cornelius, Ian Holm's character, Andy Hoover. It is I. I'm excited to be back playing more Ian Holm, who I played as an NPC in Alien, and True. who I just kind of, I like his energy. So it's I, got a I'm good gonna, vibe. I'm going to try and gonna try and replicate that. And in the role of Corbin Dallas, Scott Aiello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm trying to figure out what the best way to do Bruce Willis is. It feels like the best way to do Bruce Willis is to just kind of mumble everything and always keep your eyes kind of halfway closed and always smirk every time you speak. There's a little bit of a New York accent, but it doesn't have to be there. I'm feeling good. It's good to be back on the show. Very excited. And in the role of Lilu, I wish I had her full name on perfect command, but I do not. Lilu. Something like that. Just Vammer. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, to be frank, love this movie. I mean, it's certainly not the best movie that we've done on the show, but I just personally love it. Why, Paolo? Why do you personally love it? I'm curious as well, because I, <laughs> I did a rewatch recently, because uh, I do my homework and uh, I, uh, I have thoughts. I love this movie because it is... I think it's really interestingly structured. I think it's mm -hmm. a little different in the way that the story is told. I think the performances are incredible. But more than anything, it's the design of the world. It's mm -hmm. so alive. Mm -hmm. And there's so much detail. And the movie doesn't spend any of its plot time really on world building. And yet it's one of the most fully built worlds that I think I've seen in a sci-fi film. Mm -hmm. Like it, every detail serves to illuminate something about the world. Everything is done with with purpose. And it's, it's a beautiful film. It's shot with a very unique style. So, yeah, I mean, also, I, you know, I got to this movie when I was a little kid and it just really stuck with me. It's, Is it based on yeah. anything? It's not, right? It's its own. They just created no, it? No, it's... it's, I think a, it's just a screenplay. It's, yeah, it's an yeah. original Which we movie. we don't do anymore. We, we don't do That's that That's amazing. Anymore. We don't just write screenplays anymore. I'm sorry, Andy. Well, I was just going to say, is like, if I could associate... It's interesting because I agree with so much of what Paolo said, but with one central caveat about it, which is like, which I think is good, which also works in the movie's favor. You know, it's, it's extremely colorful is like the one word I would use to describe it, but it's great because it's like, because the stakes are sort of so high... Because it's like the destruction of everything. It's kind of <laughs> just like even Star Wars compared to compared to the fifth element. Star Wars is like a deep treatise on like political motivations <laughs> and like how <laughs> states can go wrong and the importance of the human factor and things. And in fifth element, it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of like world building. But ultimately, it's just like and again, none of this is bad necessarily, but it's just like it just hits the pedal to the floor at the beginning and just goes. And there is like governmental political stuff that's like really funny and you know on the margins and and maybe it's just a consequence of like if i watched it again with an eye to that maybe i would see more of it but it just seems like it's all in the service of just like really cool set pieces in this interesting way like I so I'm, I'm actually curious paulo about like what you mean by sort of the ways that it tells the story that are that are interesting and unique because while i i also appreciate it for those reasons you know i think it's just it's so much spectacle it's like yeah we're just gonna throw it's like very kitchen sink you know like just throw everything in there kind of stuff rather than like a puzzle box sort of thing oh, I, which I, you know I fully believe, I, I, Paulo kind of nailed it, and I think that, you know, you fully believe that every single person in this movie 
is just accepting the reality around them. Like, yes, there is a deaf musician who dresses like Mozart or some some people dress like they're from the 1800s. Some dress in completely weird futuristic garb. Of course, Mr. Zorg has some weird southern accent and has some kind of weird pet that just lives in his desk. And like all the other like little little nuggets that are just put all over this movie. He's right. I mean, like, I don't know what they clearly had a lot of meetings about the world, but they didn't elucidate it. They just let it be. And it was right. just you you just they the characters accept it so readily. Like like the fact that they have a radio show in what, the year what year is Apollo supposed 2213, to be? Twenty two thirteen, yeah. And there's still like a radio there's radio still around and people tune yeah. into the a radio show with no cameras. It's just Ruby Rod talking and describing all the things around him in the most popular show of the time is a radio show. Everybody knows who Ruby Rod is, and it's just accepted that everyone tunes into their radio to listen to Ruby Rod. Like, what a great little thing. But yeah, it's, it, oh. I, I rewatched it with Katie. This could have been a mistake. My wife. And uh, I was so excited to show it to her. And she was just like... This is the most misogynistic movie I have ever seen. I mean, and I thought, and the more I looked at it, I was like, yeah, she's described as this, like, amazing being that can do anything, and they, they don't let her do anything <laughs> in this mm-hmm. movie, which is why I'm excited that Jaws Vammer is playing this, because, as we all know, <laughs> Jaws is probably going to do some things. There's probably some things. I might things do a couple things. Maybe that one. Jaws might do. <laughs> but there's also the part where the thing that got her is when he kisses her while she's asleep. Yeah, that's not cool. Yes, there's some like, very like, creepy moments Not cool Bruce Willis. Yeah. I mean, seeing it as an adult now, it obviously falls into a lot of tropes. And weirdly, it feels like it's trying to tell us that it's not when it is. Like, there's that moment on the plane where she's like, I'm the supreme being, I protect you. And like, that could be a great moment, except that the movie doesn't do that. So instead, it reads in retrospect like she's just full of shit. Because he constantly saves her. He takes on all the bad guys while she ends up unconscious in a ceiling. And then in the climax, she's all weepy and just lies there while the men figure it all out. Right. I feel like it's a very specific moment in the film industry where there's some awareness of its own tropes, but it doesn't know how to actually avoid them. Like, it knows it should have stronger women, but it still thinks that audiences won't go to an action movie that's actually headlined by a woman. Right. It's... It's a transition period in a lot of ways. It's also pre-CGI. It has CGI, but very limited. I think if it's five years later, this movie would have been hideous and had four more action sequences. I, think so. it, I remember seeing it and thinking it felt like one long music video that they yes, just decided people were going to talk. And yeah. I was like, whoa. Because remember how we had, I mean, if you go back and you look at Michael Jackson's music videos, they have such stories. So many of them have such stories to them in the 80s. Like, I, I remember the time has this whole, like, backstory to it. And I remember seeing this and being like, oh, it's just a big old music video that really wonderfully nails a believable mix of, like, high-tech hi-fi stuff and then analog low-tech stuff and so i feel like this world has been through some shit because like they you're right they all tune into this radio program when they also have like these crazy spaceships and people hooked up to life support machines and it's it's just this really weird yeah the world is incredible it i was just talking about this with a friend because like the on the other side of the spectrum there's tremors and this sense of like They did such a good job of building everything around it that you almost don't need a really intense or even stable plot because it just feels like stuff is happening around you. And this just happens to be the story you follow, which is what you were talking about, Scott, this idea of like, does Corbin even exist if we don't, you know, like it's 
I feel like Chance is a bigger player or it feels like a bigger player in this movie than in a lot of others because the world is so just so big and so clear. No, and, and Paulo said it while we were off camera before, like, but the chances of Corbin and Lilu meeting in the right. way we play the re-roll right. are so extreme. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's she, interesting. So the point I was bringing up is that in my, my first thought before I rewatched and started to really build it was, well, we actually probably don't meet Corbin because it requires her mm-hmm. falling in his cab. But then on rewatching it, I realized, but he's going to like, they're going to go send him to Flossed in Paradise anyway. anyway. Because he's so the only he's member gonna, of his. Yeah, because yeah, he's the Marine. So the fact that she meets him is a pure coincidence. Mm-hmm. And there's actually several pure coincidences in this movie, which generally I think is usually lazy storytelling but here we don't notice the coincidence as much because they do it backwards like first so first we establish he's an ex-marine then we meet her and she falls into his cab but in the moment that's not a coincidence that's just two people meeting by chance then you know we establish their dynamic and they part ways and then we reveal that everyone's got to go to Flossed in Paradise and that he's been chosen for the mission but that's fine we already established he's a marine and now she needs his help to get there so the crazy coincidence was that she had happened to fall into the cab of the one guy who could get her to Floss in Paradise. But by the time we learn it was a coincidence, the actual coincidence happened ages ago. So like each reveal in the moment feels organic. So weirdly, it doesn't feel to me like lazy writing. It feels like they're using coincidence as like it's like one of the colors they're painting with. It's a tool in the tool belt. It's very fairy tale ish. (laughs) Like it's a very like and I think that it I think that everybody involved, and this goes back to what Jaws was saying, I think everybody sort of agrees with the element of like, everybody's very committed to the bit, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, it's like, yes. all right, sure. And like, there's such, there's so much, I don't care what kind of work of art it is. Like, that's the number one thing that can go wrong in an entertainment thing is when that doesn't happen. I saw the movie Passengers the other week. Speaking of like non-consensual sleeping women and movies that work or don't work, but like Passengers is terrible, by the way. Just if you ever see it, it's really bad. And among (laughs) some of its problems, one of them is just like, you never get the sense that any of these people give a shit about anything other than maybe Michael Sheen is the robot bartender. Like everybody else, like actors... Well, ugh, it's bad. And Fifth yeah. Element does not have that problem. It has problems, but not that one. Everyone's like, all right, cool. Like, no, I tried, I tried to convince Katie. I was like, look, if you buy into the camp and the, the sort of fairy tale world of it, because it is, I mean, it's very like, you know, evil is coming and it's, it's evil's whole purpose is to destroy all life in the universe. It's like, cool. That's, right, that's bad. You got to stop that. It's, it's super bad, but, but why is this Moral thing doing this? questions out of the way. Right? Yes, 100%. But when you take in all the, the world building, like Paolo said, and the little colloquialisms they throw in, like super green, like that's the, like, yeah. the time that they took to like decide that that's how you say things are cool. People say, how green was it? You know, Ruby asks his, his crew, he goes, uh, he's, he's like, was it green? And they're like, oh, so green. Green like what? Like, <laughs> green like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one? Oh, when uh, when they, because we'll never get to any of this shit anyway, so we might as well. Uh, uh, <laughs> when uh, when the, the police are going through Corbin's apartment and they uh, say, do you classify yourself as human? And he just says, uh, negative, I am a meat popsicle. Okay, like, what does that mean? <laughs> it can mean a million different things. You know what I mean? I'm assuming it means he was vat grown, but anyway. I love um, it. So I will say in in somewhat defense, not that I feel like this movie is being attacked, but in in statement for this film, a lot, you know, when I go deep into these movies, I often find that they don't work like right. they work at a glance. But when you start actually delving and asking questions, it, it requires me to come up with like weird explanations to make the the logic behind the world works. And, and this one really 
works in a way that actually I f- was coming to answers that felt like they were intended. Like I felt like, oh, Wait, this was you thought found, out. You're saying you found after your deep dive that this movie works. Oh, yeah, it, it, it works. And I it, it made me feel like a lot of the world building that I was doing is actually intended and is in all the little details. And for instance, it being a good versus evil narrative, it is obviously, but the good versus evil is how Vito Cornelius, the priest, describes it. The movie mm-hmm. never describes itself well, a as point. a good versus evil narrative. Uh, so, yeah. And neither does the thing that shows up. Mm-mm. Yeah. That is that is how that is the terminology that. used by the religious structures in this world. So it's part of the world building, actually. Anyway, it, unless someone has shall more we? they want to say about Fifth Element, let's shall let's we dive in? Let's dive in. I love Gary Oldman. I just want to say that. Oh, I love Gary Oldman I so much. Gary Oldman. Transformative actor of our generation. Yes. Hands oh my god, yes. Film actor anyway. Yes. For yes. sure. Oh my god. He's incredible in this. I, I mean, and, everyone everyone's incredible. Everyone's doing yes. their best their best work. I, I mean, Mila Jovovich, who became a star and I don't think of her as a particularly good actor, is awesome in this. She's I think awesome. she really makes to a certain extent makes the whole movie with how alive and unique her performance is. Mm-hmm. And and, and she's like know, a kid in this. She's like, I don't know, 20 yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, And you know that Gary Oldman was like, I have to do this whole thing in a southern accent, just so you know. <laughs> and they were just like, whatever you got to do. Whatever you want, Gary. Where's Greg? There's a great evil coming. Like, you know, like, it's very clear. You can do all the crazy shit you want. Like, you got the storyline down. No, it's fantastic. Stop that thing. All right. Egypt, 1913. Yeah, we're doing the prologue. Oh, shit. A small temple hidden deep in the desert. The whole place has been, it's its an enigma. It's far from any ancient population center. Professor Piccoli, you, you really didn't expect to find it here. And you're currently puzzling over a wall of hieroglyphs, which you have been painstakingly translating for two days straight. You just it's ran into it. it. You're like, oh, there it is. Fascinating. Look at this. This is amazing. Billy, Billy, are you getting all of the... Are you writing everything down, Billy? Do you see? Oh, yes, yes, I, I, I'm, yes, I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing furiously. You are, uh, Professor, getting increasingly excited that this is actually a major discovery that will finally put you on the map to prove to your estranged wife that you're not a failure, goddammit. Goddammit. Um, <laughs> Stella. Stella! Stella! Billy Masterson is taking notes, and you're struggling, Professor, to read in the dim light, which is not helped by the fact that Aziz, the local boy you hired to hold the mirror, reflecting daylight into the room, keeps falling asleep. Aziz! This is very Aziz boring. Light! It's boring. I hate it here. <laughs> Aziz, light! Professor. Look, man, just because your wife doesn't like you doesn't mean I have to do everything you say all the time. <laughs> all, right, all right, fine. So I Professor, the give better. me an archaeology roll. Minus one for the dim lighting. Uh-oh. Minus one for the dim So he didn't, he didn't bring it back. Fuck. Oh, God he did. Damn. If you hadn't shouted as he's like, it would have been a minus four. Oh, okay, sweet. All right, here we go. Uh, that is a success on the dot. Okay. Yeah, so you you go over this section again, and you're starting to really put together translation. It's basically saying that when the three planets are in eclipse. When the three planets are in eclipse. The black hole like a door is open. The black hole like a door is open. Evil comes, spreading Evil terror comes, and chaos. Spreading terror and chaos. The people shall gather the four elements, earth, water, fire, the air. The people shall gather the four elements, earth, around a fifth wire, element. fire. Air, a weapon that can vanish element. evil. A weapon that vanishes, vanquishes evil. Billy, <laughs> do you see? It's extraordinary. Is it a banquet? Or you... My English is not good, oh, right, Billy. Sorry. All right, go yes, ahead and sorry. make fun. I'm I never notes. learned to read English. I'm there. Notes. Now everybody knows it, Billy. <laughs> now everybody knows. It. I hope you feel better. Aziz, right, Earth, light. Earth, Earth, water, oh, fire, man. air. 
Father Chinzira, you've been close by. You recently befriended this pair of archaeologists, hoping, as you always do, to suddenly lead them away from this temple. Unfortunately, there have been a lot more bumbling British fortune seekers than your forefathers ever had to deal with, and this pair just lucked right into this temple in their first day out in the desert. You've rushed <laughs> down here as soon as word reached you they'd found it, and you're lurking just outside the inner chamber as this is happening. Give me a perception roll to see if you overheard. <laughs> Give him a lurking roll. All right, yeah. Uh, that is looking good. That is a success by two. Yeah, so you heard uh, this is a problem. You know, you have... <laughs> you have certain duties to keep this place and its content secret. Right. And these I mean, two British assholes, well, he's Italian, but you think right. of them all as British. They're European. They don't yeah. know nothing about my struggles against the great evil. So they but, found out. Well, okay. The point of order question here for someone yeah. who did not do their homework. Why did I take them? They just lucked out that it's like, I'm just like, yeah, sure. You'll never find the temple. You did not bring did. them here. So you have. But he knows them. Uh, you know, you're a local priest. You take an interest in any archaeologist specifically to guide them away from this place, <laughs> so which I is really hard to find. The pooch on this one. <laughs> well, there, there's just a lot of there's we a lot fast. of British people in the area. They they just happened to find it just one day out. They went totally the wrong way. Like they screwed up. And uh -huh. because of that, they ended up here. But, you know, one of your little birds told you they ended up here and you rushed down here. And now you're here just slightly too late. They have been here <sighs> deciphering for a day and a half. And 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 it seems like just overhearing they they kind of are, are they know everything. One of my little birds, I should have left a little alligator here to eat him or something. <laughs> if I like have people. Oh, my God. Um. All right. Uh. Well, I got to get them out of the site. I mean, right? Like, it's like, I got to I got to uh, try and uh, convince them that none of this is important somehow. And do you have the character sheet for Father? Yes, Chizira? I, I sent do. it to you in your email. Okay. I do. I have a guilt complex, but my vow is more powerful and important. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and I think my, my step one here is go and talk to um, the leader and be like, well, you know, like, hey. Um, oh, Father, it's so good to see you. Look, it's the most extraordinary find. Yes. Uh, We're we, having a we banquet. It's interesting. Billy, he's a smart ass, but he's very good at his job. He's a wonderful artist. We have Look earth, wind, these, water, father. and fire. Yeah. All the different elements come together around Are this these? one. Oh, the all right, Look, um, you a need to fifth trust me. element, Father. Oh, sir, I, I, element. I'm so excited about, about that thing that I've never heard of and have no idea what it means, except oh, for the fact I that I know. I can explain it to you, Father, if I you want I know that this to. is dangerous stuff. You have to trust my religious education oh, father, here, all right? It means that Let's take the, some stuff home with us. No, the I possibility think... <laughs> of aliens, Father. I'm going to be famous. No, no, I don't I'm want. Look, this is all about the three planets. Uh, Professor, up. to put together aliens from this, give me an IQ minus four. I don't all think right. it follows from what you know. <laughs> IQ minus four. IQ. Uh, I miss it by one. Okay. Yeah. No, you just, okay. you're taking the text Great. for ancient religious texts. It's very different from anything you've ever seen, what, but you don't. What does it mean? The battle against evil so many years ago. And the father. Do I, do I chronologically understand that it's coming up again soon? Yeah. From based on your oh, good right. archaeology role, it happens every 5,000 years. You don't necessarily know when it, the 5,000 years ago was, but ah, okay. that's what it says is every 5,000 years. I wonder where we are in the cycle, father, when evil will return. Not if any, if we can give credence to any of this, which we do not know if we can or not, but it is extraordinary. I'm going to go and sell a tent, send a telegram right now. Uh, back I to really Rome. don't think you should do that. Oh no, I don't oh, know what father. to do. All right, how do I feel about murder? Let's find out. Um, 
Like I feel I start, like they, I start gathering up my things. Yeah, if you I look on your character sheet in your equipment, Andy, you have a couple You'll possible solutions. Oh, look at that! <laughs> That's such a good equipment section. Oh wow! Talk about uh, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Um, okay. Well, I take the half of my possessions labeled "vial of poison" and I say, "Uh, sir, I agree. This is a fantastic find, but before you go and spread the word to all your English buddies yes, about." this uh, entirely not exciting and not at all worrisome find. Why don't we have a toast, everybody? That's um, an excellent idea, Father. Yeah. We, we should toast to the most extraordinary find. Billy, where yes. are our glasses? Oh, Aziz, here's the glasses! Banquet. Here, I'll pour the wine or the, whatever we have here. Do you have any wine? Do you have any boot? Like, what do you I, have? I go, I'll pour I, it, though. And I go, Billy, the grappa that is in the bag. Oh, Get oh, the grappa, right, right. The grappa um, out of my bag. I would like to roll. Nope, I don't have scrounge. You, you just have it in your bag? I have yeah, it in, it's in bag, his yeah. bag. You oh, don't okay, have to scrounge for grappa. I literally have a bottle. I would not let you scrounge. For grappa, if it wasn't something grappa you brought, in the this is the it's second movie we had to scrounge for. We had to scrounge for grappa and clue. <laughs> clue, yeah, we did. Yeah, I got obsessed with grappa. Although, was that in the finished version? I think that was mostly in the version we lost of clue. The yeah. fever dream version. I, don't know. Yeah. I, think, I think it was in the final one. But I'll take um, some grappa. Sure, yes, I go, thanks the priest. I go uh, rummage around in the bag and I grab okay. some grappa. Um, grab the grappa. Yeah, so you're going to pour everyone the... Yeah, I'll pour it. I mean, that's the tradition so, that we do here. I well, yeah, Billy's got the know. bottle. Do you take the bottle yeah. from Billy oh, to pour it? Oh, ancient Egyptian... Ancient. twentieth, <laughs> Early 20th century Egyptian tradition. Please, <laughs> I must pour young Billy Masterson. I will pour drinks for all of you. You'll, Are you two going to let the father just pour your drinks like that? I'm, I'm impulsive. Can I roll fast talk too? So oh. I think... Yeah, you can roll fast talk. Well, if she's just going to... If, if Joss is just going to let me do it, I guess. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm impulsive, so I'm just going to quick... I just like... This is an honor. I want to I want to help. I want to be part of this moment. And so I just... I immediately uncork it and start... No, 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 no. I, I, I want to do this. I This is exciting. No, no, no. I, I insist. I, must... I insist. Oh, no, 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 no. I insist. Andy, you no, want to insist. fast talk here if you want to try and get... That's a success on fast talk by four. Okay, Ooh, both okay. of you roll, roll will, will to resist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I make my will by one. I miss mine okay. by one. Okay, so he definitely, basically just like quickly talking, grabs the bottle from you, uh, distracts uh, you uh, with quick words, and now was, the bottle is suddenly in his hand. But it was a banquet. You know, funny thing about the Nile, I say, and then I just patter on about the river. Let me just roll I to see if I'm uh, distracted, if I go back to my work or if I'm walking Oh, sure, him. sure. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what should I roll? What do you want to do? Because the question is, do, what do you I want, want to, to go be back to my work? Then just, you want... can just go do it. Like you. Yeah, I, I ignore him and I go, it's fine, Billy. Let the father pour. My God. I go back okay. to it and I'm okay. touching it. The professor's and... completely distracted. Uh, however, Father Chinzira, if you want to put pour poison in those glasses, uh, Billy's right there with you. Actually, Billy, if you would, there's something interesting. You see Aziz handling that mirror over there. There's something very interesting of an Egyptian light. And if you look directly into the mirror so that the light goes into your eyes, you'll see something very interesting. No, no, father, don't have him block my light. Not again. Aziz, light! All right, you know, that's fair. Aziz, Aziz is dozing off, but he re-angles it. All right, Billy, actually, you can do it just as well with the source of light that we have coming in over there. Just look over there. See if you notice something. If you look at the shadow of those bricks on that wall, see? That's Billy, are you buying uh, this? No, not not exactly. I mean, my my IQ isn't particularly high, but I don't. I know not to look into light. It's a yeah. secret to make you rich. It's different. Egyptian light is different than European light. That is true. 
studies studies show all right uh do you want to give me another fast talk andy to, to sure. for this i mean <laughs> this that's really I feel, I, I i i'm freaking out a little bit i it's my only good thing i mean i have diplomacy oh you know what and 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 furthermore billy it is rude to look at an egyptian host as he is pouring drinks okay give me a fast talk roll for that <laughs> <laughs> I, I really am bad at my job. Uh, success though by five. Success by five. Okay. All right. Give me a, give me a will roll. A will roll. Um, All right, Billy. See if you buy this. <laughs> no, I missed it by like four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's very rude to look Billy's at an like, Egyptian oh, wait, host sorry, sorry, while they're yes. pouring drinks. Uh, uh, All right. Yes. Just don't do it again. <laughs> and instead of looking down, Billy just immediately looks up at the sky and just yes, stays perfect. like looking. Yes. Up. Very well done. <laughs> Ceiling. Okay, and give me a dex roll to quickly pour the vial in mm-hmm. so that you don't, you know, take such a long time that sure. people notice that you're taking too long here. Uh, if it's a dex roll, I uh, miss it by two, unfortunately. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, as you're trying to quickly pull out the vial and pour it while holding three cups of grappa. Oh, the vial's just... out. The vial's been out since I walked down here. I just doubted my ability to go through with the murder of another human being. <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's but in pouring the... it quickly, you actually just kind of... Of spill it all over the place. All and you over think, the place. You think maybe some of it got into the cups, but you're not even sure. It kind of got into all of them and all over the floor. Before an Egyptian toast, it is traditional to lick the floor. <laughs> um, no? All right. <laughs> Everyone give me perception rolls. Oh, my God. Um, Success by one. Uh, I miss on it by button. three. <laughs> Billy Masters, I'm not doing so good. Okay, those of you who succeeded, you notice a low, ominous hum vibrating through the air. What is that low, ominous hum that I feel vibrating through the air, Billy? Do you feel it, Billy? The clouds are particularly beautiful today. I mean, you're inside a temple. I mean, the Uh, ceiling is particular. That's why I'm having so many problems. (laughs) Maybe Billy's going blind. Billy, 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 go outside and find out what that sound is. I cannot have anything disturb my work. Father, it's so beautiful. I'm finally going to be famous. And the hum the- is growing to a large, low okay, vibration. I scurry outside to try to see what it is. Should I get out of here? Like, I, I like, <laughs> I, how, how do I, I would like to roll against my deep lore skill to know what I should do if I know what's coming and prepare, can prepare okay. for this. Yeah, give me a lore roll. Uh, hidden lore, yeah. Uh, success by two. Yeah, I mean, your first guess is that it is your lords, the Mondashiwans, the ones who set down all this lore for you generations ago, thousands of years ago. And you don't know why they're here. You suspect they're here because someone has found out that your your secret has gone unguarded. You do not fear them. They are your, you know, lords and masters. You you are here doing this service for them. But doing it badly. Like, is there <laughs> yeah, a fear you, that, like... You, you worry perhaps you've disappointed them. But they, no. you know, they are the force of good in the universe. So it is not fear that you have for them, although you... You know, fear disappointing, perhaps. Okay, and, well, then um, I stiffen my spine. And wait. You stiffen your spine, <laughs> and meanwhile, Billy's walking out towards the front, and you, as Just you walk go check it out. out you see the camels in front of you are kind of scattering Whoa. about in fear and the boys that, you know, you hired several boys to tend the camels and to help you out here, they are just agape staring up at the sky and as you look up, you see descending towards you an enormous, strange, floating, metallic heart in the air. Give me a fright check, Billy. Oh, that that's definitely not a cloud. 
I, oh no, I definitely fail that. Failure by? Uh, by two. Okay, give me a fright check roll. <laughs> His name is Billy Masterson. Sure is. Yeah, is that a yeah. nod to Shazam or do they do that on purpose? Um, I don't know. Uh, Billy now Masterson I'm to, is Shazam. Now I'm trying I mean, to decide. I don't Billy remember Bats? if, yeah, Billy Batson is Shazam. Batson. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just got an, I rolled an 11. Okay, plus two. Plus two. Means Probably that you are stunned. at a 13. You acquire a new mental quirk. Yes. Um, what is it? You, uh. I just think I'm always looking at clouds. <laughs> I love it. I love when the mental quirks, getting a new mental quirk is like an understandable consequence. Like it would be in this case. It's like, yeah, sure. Knock yourself you, out, kid. Um. I mean, I might. Yeah, you're going to be deathly afraid of things coming at you from above. From above, great, good. It's yes. prudent. You're Don't just looking up at the, the temple head. sky and then- the, cow, the cowgirl position is ruined forever for Billy. Never again. <laughs> yeah. Can't do cowgirl. So it's any kind of 69 where I'm on the bottom. Uh, no, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> Psychologically speaking, if you were deathly afraid of things attacking from above, would you look up more or less often? Interesting, probably mm, I more, feel like, I would assume. Yeah, but there's a sort of sense of dread of looking above, so yeah. it's, it's just generally stressful. It's not a good time. I guess you would stay under roofs, you know. I feel like I would just constantly like stay at a tilt, so like one eye is always aware, but I'm staring forward. Ew. I like it. That's the plan. Now that's that's the new mental quirk is <laughs> Billy Masterson's <laughs> constantly <laughs> tilting his head now. Doesn't eye. know why. <laughs> Gotta commit to the bed, Jazz. I do, I'm ready here. There you go. Um by now the hum has turned to a large low vibration, and ah! inside the dim light of the temple is momentarily blocked as the ship settles into the place and then the air grows deafeningly silent. Professor! There is no more light, sir. And suddenly the whole chamber is blasted with bright white light. Oh, oh much better. Thank you, Aziz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still studying my, my thing. You're Am still I worried. still alive? A hundred percent. Let me let me roll yeah. against curious. I'll roll against curious again. Because I hear I definitely heard it. So let me Yeah, let me just you roll succeeded your perception check, unlike okay. obviously the professor in the movie. I, I beat my curiousness again, so I'm just I'm You're still into focused. it. Just too focused on the on the thing. And, and Billy now Masterson. I have, now I have really good light, so. <laughs> Billy Masterson, you're now outside as you see this enormous ship and the gangplank slowly open and the lumbering of the Mondashiwans as they shuffle into view. The Mondashiwans are tall, intimidatingly tall, and yet there's something kind of almost endearing about them. They look like if armadillos got into old-timey ocean diving. Hmm. Um, yes, that is accurate. They, they look well like dramatically bejeweled flat tires. They look nice. That is That's what I always well. thought as a kid. I'm like, ah. <laughs> they, look nice. they, they look like what a five-year-old girl would imagine if you tried to describe steampunk to her. Um, <laughs> Another accurate description, yes. <laughs> Are you mm. just, anyway. just gonna, this is your type five, you're just gonna keep going? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I can do I this all say, day. Oh, he's just more. there, he's got they a bunch of note like... cards. Discarding think, them one by one. I think one. we make Paolo do this with all the aliens uh, we encounter. That's like... what happens. I want a minimum of three. Uh, the, so the Mondashi ones are lumbering towards you, and <laughs> Father, you you know what they are. You've never seen them yourself. You are stricken with awe. I won't make you write, roll a fright check. You knew what they are. You, you you think of them as forces of good, but they're they're walking past you. They are they are going past about me, their business. Billy? They walked past you already, oh, Billy. I, I was gonna say hi or like you know kind of wave a little. Yeah, yeah. They they largely ignore you. Oh. I am and preparing this, my resignation speech. For my failure. <laughs> at this point, Professor, they have arrived at where you are and. One of them steps forward, extending its arm and producing a delicate metal implement, which he slides into the wall like a key. And I the say. ancient stone reacts and segments start to shift to reveal a hidden chamber. I back up. I go, that is really something. 
<laughs> Give me a fright check, Professor. Uh, fright check. Eight, nine. I succeed my fright check. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, much like in the movie, he just kind of is in just... amazement and wonder. I went back and forth in the movie whether they put him to sleep or he faints. And I think they put him to sleep. I think he reacts fairly, yeah. you know, normally. Yeah. And then no, they he just does not put him faint, to sleep. For sure. Because Billy later. Well, I won't give it away. But yeah, I, I sit there. I go, I go, Billy, I can't remember. Did we drink all the grappa? Is that what's happening right now? Um, but in spite of your successful perception check, you suddenly find yourself getting pretty sleepy. Give me a, you can try and resist. Give me a health minus five to resist. Health minus five. Oh, I almost made it, but I, it's, I, I got a, um, missed it by two. Yeah. So you gently lay yourself say, down and I you start Billy, to trundle off to sleep. It's so nice here on the floor. I'm a sleepy guy. And I go down. <laughs> Enjoy the grappa down there, it's the priest. If you want a drink, it's right there. And so. the Mundashiwans uh, proceed to carefully retrieve the stones representing the four elements and the large sarcophagus in the middle representing the fifth element. And they start to take it out towards their ship. Um, professor's asleep. Father and and Billy, what are you two up to? I mean, I want to know why they're taking this stuff because my understanding of it, I think, is like... We need that, don't we? Yeah, like that's the stop. weapon. That's the weapon that protects you from evil. So, I mean, I like. Can I see a wart? Like, you know, like wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like it seems odd that they would. Can I try and communicate with any of these guys? Yeah, you can. You can talk to them. Uh, so yeah, I I find one of them who's like near the sarcophagus and say, "Excuse me, um, that's Earth's. Uh, that's Earth's <laughs> thing. That's Earth's like, period. we need it for the great evil fight, right? Like, that's what I. Let's hear I've the voice, Paulo. Believing. War is coming to Earth. Humanity can no longer be entrusted with these. Well, well I'm pretty trustful. Well, yeah, Billy, no, the, the adults are talking. Uh, wait, Billy, can you even understand them? Are they speaking? What are they they speaking? speak, yeah, they speak, their languages would be incomprehensible to you, so they speak to you in English. Oh, thank you. Um, I think, well, yeah, no, but, I think I can understand them, but I, I'm having a bit of a, a, a psych, I'm, there's a, I'm having an event. Billy, watch out, something's coming from above. Ah, what? <laughs> no, no, but we need we need Sucka. that we need that thing, sir. Please, can we can we keep it? Like, what do you mean, humanity? Can I be trusted? I know I screwed up. I'm so sorry, but believe me, there are good people still here on this planet. Not me. Take me. Take me instead. When right? evil like, returns, so shall we. Oh, so you're just sort of taking it for like refitting or whatever. Like, we'll get the weapon back when the evil comes here. Pass the knowledge down through time. Generations the, must know. Know what, what though? Yeah, know what? <laughs> and they shuffle off. They're go. They're leaving. No, no, well, no, all right. no. I, uh, I have football. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and tackle them. You have, you have English. You, you don't have. Yeah, you have English have, football. Oh, got it. Right. Well, then I'm gonna. <laughs> Unless you're gonna slide tackle them I, like a uh, soccer tackle. Yes, yes, I am. I'm gonna try to all slide right. tackle. Give them. me a soccer roll. Okay. Give me a football roll. Here we go. Um, I, that's one away from a crit success. So yes, I Ooh, do. Um, you're I've, going for it. Father, give me a <laughs> IQ roll to avoid surprise to see that Billy next to you is about to go and try and take out one of the monochilons. Yeah, I mean, I don't like his chances. You know, maybe I just let this problem resolve itself. But you're right. I should, I should be aware of it. Let's see. 
that is a success by a bunch. Success by six. Okay, so you see him starting to rev up to do it. So you can, if you want to, try and, you know, hold him um, back or stop him. Yeah, I mean, I would like to just grab him, you know, like real quick and hold him back, you know. Like, no, 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 Billy, no, it's fine. It's fine. I work for these guys. They're cool. All right, Billy. <laughs> like, I don't know how much to explain to him, but I, I don't want him <laughs> blowing up my spot even more. I mean, you're certainly, you're certainly strong enough, Billy, to push through this frail old man if you want to go for the tackle. Yeah. But you I listen to him. contest of strength. I got strength 10. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> sure. Uh, where's oh, my so strength? you're going for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, I fail. <laughs> I fail my strength roll. <laughs> you did? Oh, that's yeah, okay, because I just crit four. failed mine. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Triple box um, cars. <laughs> it's like those Crystal so, Palace dreams are not working out for Billy Masterson. So... <laughs> Oh, no. Billy Masterson manages <laughs> it's to... It's not a master of anything. He he goes to push past the old man to do his slide tackle he's intending to do. <laughs> but in pushing past the old man, he trips himself, falls forward into one of the Mondashiwans, causing it to crash into the guy in front of him, causing a domino effect of Mondashiwans falling. Oh, and no. we're going to roll... We're going to roll now to see if it takes out the guys carrying the five elements. Oh no! If it does, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be altering Is that the, film? the Is future. Jaws Vammer. It's not the movie, what? but it's just a different movie. Jaws oh, Vammer. Oh god. All right. No, but uh, it takes out a few Mondashi ones, but. It does not take out the lead Mondashiwans that were walking. They were farther ahead, the ones that were carrying out the elements. And so what we end up is a slightly different version of what happens in the movie, a loud clatter that causes the natural uh, defenses in the temple to start to close the walls. And you see father that, well, for one thing, Billy's still on the inside because he comes in, which he didn't do in the movie. And you're in the inside. It's closing slowly enough that you can exit if you exit quickly. But the Mondashiwans are kind of shufflers, and it looks like all the ones that fell have no chance of making it out. Uh, no, that's awful. Uh, well, I need to. Okay, the guy told me to spread the knowledge, so that's a priority. So I got to get out of here. Uh, is there anything that I can prop the door open with? Like, for example, the future corpse of Billy? It's Give me a perception roll. Okay. Uh, success by two. Yeah, I mean, you see bags and equipment. You're not sure if they're going to be strong enough to hold apart the doors. How, how much time do I have? Not much, like 15 seconds. Can I try and get up any of the Mandalorians? You can try. Yeah, give me a strength roll to try and rouse but, them up. Yeah, just, just, uh, oh, and, um, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Ooh, uh, on the button strength. Okay. Yeah, you, you get at least the leader of them up. Who gets propped up? I'm gonna see. What yeah, we got to get out of here. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Can you stop the door? Um, he is not going to be fast enough to get out. Oh, uh, no. Much like in the movie. Only difference is now there's a few Mondashi ones who uh, are going to be left behind. And as of right now, Billy also being left behind, entombed forever. Oh, God. And, um, <laughs> and I'm going to say, Billy, for your crit success, you took a knock in the head and you're lying. You mean my dazed crit failure? And, <laughs> yeah, for your crit failure, you're lying kind of dazed. Yeah. You're not oh. aware of the situation. You can try and give me a will roll to snap out of it. Okay. And Meanwhile, the Mondashiwan failed his role by one, so I'm going to say it's going to work out exactly like in the movie, just the finger sticking out, and you're going to end up with a key. And, uh, Billy, how'd you do? I failed by one. Yeah. So... 
we are going to end with, you said, <laughs> Andy, you were getting yourself out after your successful strength check. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was trying to get the leader yeah. guy out. Wait, he I'm sorry, where, where is the professor in all this? The professor fell unconscious exactly as he does in the movie, just outside the okay. temple. Okay, He's gotcha. fine. You get yourself out fine. Billy is left inside entombed as, as he was dazed and you made the Mondashiwans a priority rather than him. Yep. And just the finger ends up sticking out. So you end up with a key. And we end the prologue in a very similar place as the movie, except a much more dead Billy. I take this key and say, I will do better going forward. This has been one hell of a performance review. I mean, Luke for Perry my didn't have much job. of a career after this anyway, so it's fine. I got I gotta have a Sorry, I have my, my new career is passing on the knowledge, whatever that means. I want to make copies of this key, I guess. I gotta tell everybody <laughs> how silly Billy was with that tackle. Like I gotta just spread the word. Yep. Well, God, that, well, at least uh, at least we have a chance of doing the fifth element now. Yeah, That's you good. get your film. Yeah. You got yourselves to within one role of having a very different movie, but we're yeah. doing <laughs> 300 yourself, years later. You mean I did? Oh, I was going to say, you mean jump. the I, Vammer factor I almost. almost it. <laughs> Can we get a recap off. of the last 300 years? <laughs> like, this is really jumping us ahead. No, you don't have to do that. I love, so. I love this future. I just want to say that. I think that it, it seems like such a fun place to live, and people seem genuinely happy for the most part. I mean, the corporate shills are still around, uh, obviously, but uh, it looks like... Like people still have like jobs and live fairly well, and you know it's interesting because I would call it more of a dystopia, but it's a very soft dystopia. It's yeah, like, I, I would agree with that. It's like it's no. the kind of thing where it's like it, it it allows spaces on the edge of the world where it's like, well, if somebody filmed 2023 America in a certain way to make it look hectic and unpleasant, they could do a pretty good job. You know, it's like I think yeah. that there's there is stuff in the margins of the Fifth Element world where you're like, oh yeah, this wouldn't be too bad as far as as far as futures go. I agree. <laughs> so it's like New York circa 2018. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so 300 years later. Quick jump. <laughs> Cut to a sleek, high-tech conference room atop one of the towering skyscrapers of New York City. Father Vito Cornelius, you stride into the room and see your protege, David, has gotten here before you. Jaws, you want to be David for this scene? Yeah. Uh, Father Vito, you've spent your life preparing for this moment. You weren't exactly sure of the date based on the ancient texts you have, but your rough math made it seem likely that it would come within your lifetime. And you now have no doubt that this is it. And th this is not your first time in this room. An obscure clause in the 700-page Constitution of the Federated Territories makes it so that religious advisors are always welcome in the executive suites of power. And you see the usual suspects here, a reverend, hello, a rabbi, hello, and a, and a cardinal. They're here all the time, whereas you only show up for certain types of emergencies. And so far in your life, all false alarms. But actually good training to know how this room operates. Uh, the president is just settling in at his desk, his personal aide at his side. There are signed posts for various types of advisors, but currently it's all military brass. On the outside of the room are a series of screens, each with a dedicated tech, reading and relaying information. Currently, the room is patched in with General Steddart, who is commanding a warship sent to investigate. And the president is saying to him, I'll have to address this Supreme Council in 10 minutes. Just the facts, General. There are no results from the chemical and molecular analysis as of yet. All the calibers are overshot. We're initiating a thermonuclear imaging. What you're saying is you don't know what this thing is. Not yet, sir. The only thing we know is that it just keeps getting bigger. And there's thermonuclear imaging that I'm concerned about. The imaging is bad. 
bad kimiching. <laughs> My philosophy, Mr. President, is to shoot first and ask questions later. I don't like uninvited guests. General, you may fire at your own discretion. Am I, should I say, am I alarmed by this? Do I have a sense of what's going on? Am I alarmed? You can roll uh, hidden lore if you want to try and figure this out. Uh, Well, I I just, I mean, I don't want to contradict the president, but I do want to roll hidden lore to be like, if we shoot this thing, will we, is this, does this, does this thing that they are approaching in the spaceship look familiar? So I'm going to roll hidden lore. Uh, and I'm going to uh, succeed on the button because it was not a very good roll. Yes. For your hidden lore, you suspect that firing on it will make it stronger. Doing violence is evil and evil begets evil. So that's not the right approach, you know. But will it make things like monumentally worse? Probably not. But here you are exceeding the limits of what I will give you for a success on the button. Lore. Right, you, okay. you just, I think I just said, Mr. Sure. President, uh, I, I'm sorry, sir, but you I, hear I, a voice, an automated voice. Priest Fido Cornelius, expert of astral phenomena. Yes, um, Mr. President, if you would, before firing on this on this anomaly, we, we may want to confirm uh, its nature. I, I, I have reason to believe that by engaging it with force, it will only strengthen and anger the entity. Anger? You imply that this thing is intelligent? I believe it may be, sir, yes. Just then a technician speaks up. The probe will attain its objective in five seconds. You have 20 seconds, father. What do you suggest instead? Well, I I don't know. In, in, in my understanding, sir, this could potentially be a sign of the great evil that I have prepared and studied my entire life for. Great and evil, and now you see the president looks skeptical. I know that it's hard to believe, sir, and nothing like it has ever been seen quite before on Earth, but I do not think that direct military force will be the way to defeat it. Is it possible, perhaps, to send some sort of communication probe and get a better sense of it before we immediately open fire? That's what we just did, is send a probe. Have you not been paying attention, Father? Well, no, but... but <laughs> A different probe, then. A probe where we can actually talk to it. Double probe it. A party probe. Your 20 seconds are up, Father. And just then, a scientist on the data readout behind you says, its structure has just solidified on the surface. The technician says, I think it's anticipating the attack. Anticipation denotes intelligence. And with that, the president looks at you again. Why did you think this thing was intelligent, Father? Um, well, we must wait for the great weapon. The great fifth element that can defeat this evil. We do not have it. None of our earthly weapons will be able to make a dent in that thing. Well, we're about to find out, aren't we? And I suppose you so, hear on the radio that a, a fleet of thermonuclear weapons have just been sent against that thing. Oh, boy. The president asks, Steddard, did you destroy it? And you hear Steddard over the radio. I'm about to, sir. Sent the second wave, and no, looking at the screens, an even greater wave of nine packed, the biggest thermonuclear weapons they have. This thing could take out half a planet. Some of the technicians now start babbling as the thing seems to be growing and getting bigger. The president starts asking for a report and hears nothing but silence and sees the thing getting larger on the screens and starts shouting at Steddard, get out of there. Steddard, I don't want an incident. Get out of there. Can you hear me, Steddard? On the screens, you just see flame engulfing the ship and it is gone. And we cut to Corbin Dallas awakening from a nightmare uh, in South Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> awakening from a nightmare to a nightmare. Uh, you're in your ramshackle apartment. Wait, wait, I'm almost just, done. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, 
it's it's Bruce Willis's entire acting career. Uh, <laughs> what the hell's going on? Yeah, oh, he really dream. does have a vibe of like I'm hungover. What <laughs> yes, thing from beyond yes. the outside of my understanding <laughs> do I have to deal with? Today? What the fuck do I have to deal with today? <laughs> That's exactly something right. Something bad. <laughs> so Corbin, you have awoken in your beat up apartment. Life's yeah. not going great. I'm up. I'm up. Jeez. Uh, as you're getting up, your phone rings. The cat's meowing loudly to remind you it's her breakfast time. I know, sweetie, I know. I'll get to you in a second. Hang on. Hello! What? what? Hey, hey, bud, Finger here. It's oh. Bill Finger, a good friend you flew with back in the service. Hey, Finger, I know, sweetie. I hear you. I get up and I actually do oh. feed the cat. I love you, too. Listen, you gotta bring me back your hack for the six-month overhaul ASAP. Yeah, I'm gonna get it to you if I can today, Finger. I don't know. I got a busy day. I gotta make some money today, you know? So he's asking about your rig from the military, which... Which you do not currently have. Oh. This is oh, a military right, guy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, Finger, I hear what you're saying. I'll get it to you as soon as I can. Yeah, I'm not a fighter anymore, though. You know, I drive a hack. You drive a cab. The hack right? is the is the fighter. Oh shit. <laughs> I drive I drive a cab now, Finger. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm you're not confusing that yourself. <laughs> uh, How many points you got a, left on your license? Uh, yeah, at least fifty. Yeah, at least fifty. In your dreams. I'll see you tonight. Uh, uh, Hang and he hangs up. Yep. And uh, on the TV, there's this annoying ad for some radio show. It starts playing about a giveaway of a trip to Flossed in Paradise, whatever that is. Um, you hate the guy's voice, but you hate the silence in this apartment more. You're still pining for the woman who walked out on you and broke your heart into a million pieces and melted it into slab, reformed it and shaped it, and then broke it again. You can't <laughs> stop thinking about her. You can barely sleep. I'm looking at her picture. <laughs> She is gorgeous. Oh, God. But it's time to get yourself down to the garage and get your day started. You're behind on bills, so you've been trying to pick up some extra shifts in the cab. All right. So, yeah, I get, I get up. I crawl down. I get in my cab, and I uh, start Well, up. first, give me, as you oh, walk right, out of right, your apartment, right, right, give me a yeah. perception minus four. <laughs> All right. Perception minus four. Here we go. Oh, my God. I uh, That is a critical fail. Oh, that is a critical fail on the on the uh, on the board. There it is. You don't own a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I could, guy, he, he could have ice cream instead of a gun. Mm -hmm. It's that now three hundred and one years later. <laughs> You're still oh, in the hallway. You forgot why you were here. So for your crit fail perception, what you do is that you got you had some of that cat food on your fingers and you wiped your eyes and it's the synthetic shit and it just starts stinging and your eyes are like watering up. You can God barely see and you open the door and you have no idea what's coming. I mean, in the movie, he's caught off guard as well, but you now can't even can't even see. You just hear, give me the cash, give me the cash. You see a vague shape and there's some kind of weapon in front of you, but you can barely see. You've been out here long, have you? Yeah, give me the cash. Yeah. Give me the cash. I'm going to roll perception. Yeah. Do I uh, have you're a rolling per for, Yeah, perception at a minus four. Minus the, for the time four. being. Holy shit. Yeah. Cat, cat food does not fuck around in the eyes. Who knew that? Kids, never get cat food in your eyes. Yeah, it well, it's the future shit. Four. It's made of, you know, synthetic oh. particles that are cat specific. This is it's the kind not. of stuff that would happen to an act one future Bruce Willis. In a uh, fortunately, <laughs> I just crit succeeded. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Amazing. <laughs> now what happens, Paolo? Jesus Christ. I guess your eyes clear up real fast. You just like squint and uh, the tears just run the synthetic cat food out of your tear ducts and you can see again and also you instantly evaluate that the guy has a uh, Z140 deviated titanium no charge assault model 
but the safety is currently on. <laughs> if I may say so, this was such a Bruce Willis thing. A critical failure followed by an immediate critical success is can only can only yeah. describe every action uh, movie that Bruce Willis has ever been in. I love that that just happened. <laughs> yeah. He's clumsy enough to get cat hard. food all over his eyes, but mm-hmm. then immediately snaps immediately into can, battle yeah. mode. And your yeah. first two roles, right? As this yes. character, your first, <laughs> first two, roles. two roles. A critical yeah, fail followed by an immediate critical success. That's I think that, that is, it, it says what I've always said, which is that the dice know which character you're playing. They somehow know. <laughs> yeah, and totally cancel each other out. You're yes. basically left yes. with just a, you know, successful role to see what's going yeah. on. I go, what is that? The uh, is that the Z is that the Z11? That's that that's the combat model, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give the cash. <laughs> good for the good thing for me, the safety's on. What? Yeah, you see, you gotta you gotta press the little button on the side there to, to... <laughs> And he goes to press the button. I would like to quick draw my gun while he's going to do that. Yeah, I'm not give me a quick around. draw roll. Yeah. Nine, ten. That is a success by two, and uh, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna play it exactly. I pull the gun immediately before he can even get his finger to the thing. I said, "Why don't you give that to me? That's a very dangerous gun for somebody like you." I'll give me an intimidation roll. Okay. With Let's credible see. threat of violence plus four. Uh-huh. That is intimidation by two. Yeah. So he immediately freezes up and hands you the gun. Take the gun. <laughs> I say. It's a, it's a very, very nice hat you're wearing. Thank you. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> Another great character. What a great little one-off. Yeah. That guy right? should have been a fucking movie star. He was fantastic. Uh, I would like to pull down my rack of guns. You know what? You know what's going to happen? I bring this what? one with me. You bring the, 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 yeah, the Z140. I bring oh. the Z140 with me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I just I grab a bag from my room. I throw the Z140 in a duffel bag and I take it with me. I mean, unlikely, but in the event of a pullover, it could get you in trouble. It's a military weapon. That's all right. I, I, You're not I, licensed I, for it, but yeah, I'm, go I'm for gonna it. take this one with me. So you have that with you, and you head down to the cab bay and start your day. And with that, we will cut back just a few miles away. The high rise where somewhat of what Father Vito Cornelius told the president having come true, the president is much more actively listening and trying to learn from the father about what to do. You and David are there having now a private audience with the president as you hear further updates as ships are being sent out there. But right now there's no direct eyes on the thing. All right. Well, I'm going to give him the whole rundown. You know, you have a lifetime of knowledge accumulated and you have a few minutes with the president. So you've got to kind of decide a strategy and what to convey to him to try and get, you know, what do you hope to achieve? All right. Well, Mr. President, it's. My understanding, through my years of knowledge, that this is the great evil that was long prophesied by members of my order. Now, there had been a uh, prophecy to suggest that the great evil can be defeated by the conjunction of the five elements, uh, earth, Mm -hmm. water, uh, wind or air, and um, fire, as well as a fifth element. Uh, Now, no one quite knows the nature of this fifth element, but it was taken from Earth about 300 years ago. A promise was made that it would be returned to us in a time of great trial to combat this great evil. Now, my calculation suggests that this event, or this series of events, should take place very soon, and and I believe that with this anomaly in space, it is happening now. So who's bringing this great weapon, and how will they contact us? Well, in terms of how they will contact us, I do not know. The great weapon will be delivered to us by the aliens whose name I cannot quite Mandashiwans. remember. Manchewans. Manchewans? Mondashewans. Mondashewans. The Mondashewan aliens who are the embodiment of all that is good in the universe. And just as you're saying that, a advisor comes over and says, Sir, Mr. President, there's a large ship, 
of, they're called Mondashiwans, and they request entry into Federated space. Shall we blow them out of the sky as is our normal policy? Um, uh, Mr. President, uh, uh, yes, no, please don't do that, sir. Don't do that, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel. Um, Mr. President, please, uh, allow them to enter. They will be bearing the fifth element, our only hope. The president, who has been skeptical at some of your language, is starting to become impressed by the accuracy of the predictions, and he says, allow them entry and give them our welcome. Right away, sir. And he turns to one of the screens that is kind of observing that area of space, and, and you can see that there's a there's some kind of a vessel entering Federated territory. But soon after that... Other ships, small vessels, appear on screen. You hear excited shouting from some of the advisors. One rushes over to the president and says, there's some sort of an attack, sir. We don't know where it came from. And he says, I can see that. And as you watch on the screens, the Mondashiwan ship goes down. It's hit and it appears to be crashing into some kind of a small moon. Ah. Ah, uh, uh, we, we need all resources to retrieve anything from that moon. The fifth element could be there. The president nods and snaps at someone and the order is given. But yeah, that's pretty devastating. Yeah. Jeez, Mr. President, um, do you have a bunker that I could crash in for the foreseeable future so I can continue my research? You want a bunker? Um, I, ideally, I'd like an entire That can be staff. arranged. Yes. Um, uh, we need to work quickly to see if we can figure out where the fifth element might be. He nods and says, set him up with someone and uh, keep him up to date if they recover anything from that Mondashiwan? Mondashiwan crash. yes. And uh, yeah, one of the advisors takes you and escorts you now, both of you, out of the room. There's some downtime and you're not given a staff or anything, but you're set up with a little desk space and a small bunk if if you want to stay and sleep there. But pretty soon after, a military guy pops in the room and says... Are you Father Vader Cornelius? Um, close enough, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was sent to fetch you. Apparently there was some remains recovered from the crash site. Oh, excellent. Um, are they en route to Earth? Yes, they'll be here soon uh, if you come with me, sir. Absolutely, And you're David. taken to another facility and you're given clearance, both of you. And nice. um, it takes, you know, a couple days for the things to, to arrive, but you're staying on site the whole time? You're just staying with the military liaisons? Um, well, okay. So where is this site, roughly? You're in New York City. So so this, so they're taking us to a different site in New York City where the remains will be brought to us. Yeah. So you go from the, the president's office at the Federated headquarters to some kind of a military industrial facility that you don't know anything about. Cool. You've uh, never been here before. The only thing that I can sort of think of other than just like I want to bone up on everything that happens, like in terms of how, you know, anything that the ancient texts tell me, I have ancient texts in my inventory and I'm going to give them all once over, even the stuff that, you know, I thought I mastered years and decades ago, like could always use a refresher. I don't want to, I don't want to be surprised by anything. I also um, want to make sure that if there is any transcript of the conversation that happened prior to the attack, I want to study that as well. If there was any words exchanged with the uh, Madashiwan ship before it was destroyed and blasted into the moon, 
you know, like, did they say anything about like, we're bringing the fifth element? Give me a politics role to get access to that kind of classified information. Okay. I mean, you have been given access because you impressed the president, but actually getting stuff to happen takes, you know. Yeah, sure. That I'm still here. As far as they're concerned, I'm here in an observatory capacity still mostly. I get it. You got to work your way up. I know politics. I have them at 13. Huzzah. <laughs> That is a success by four. Yeah, you're given a technical transcript of the whole attack. Great. And you're Great. able to study it. You're, you're not a military guy, so you don't really know what to make of it. But it looks like several small vessels were expecting the Mondashiwan ship, attacked it from multiple angles. The Mondashiwan ship didn't have time for many evasive maneuvers. There wasn't much communication other than a simple SOS. And then it got hit hard and went down hard. You do note that from your readout... The ships that attacked got to the site first and may have taken stuff from the site. Oh, no, really? Of the crash. But then they were driven off by the Federated ships? They were gone or? before Federated people arrived. Okay, interesting. Interesting and bad news. But we don't know the ships that attacked it. Right now, my, my thought is that, oh, the ships that attacked it are in line or like allied with the great evil. But that might be just because it's evil and they're evil. Like, do I have a sense of anything from hidden lore to suggest how closely these attacking ships might be linked to the... Nothing from hidden presence? lore, but I will let you do a research role to, you know, figure out the technical readout and cross-reference it with other books that are made available to you to figure out what they were. All right, that is a success by five. Success by five, very nice. You look at these readouts describing the ships and, you know, you've got a couple days as, as things are returning and you spend it kind of figuring this out. And they're small mobile warrior ships. They appear to have come from outside of Federated space. They are, however, familiar ships made in Federated space. <laughs> and they are... Based on what you're able to find out, your best guess is that these were a type of warrior renegade that you've never heard of called Mangalores, based on the types of ships they tend to use. Oh, my. So we've seen Mangalore activity before. Mangalores are certainly known in Federated space. They are mercenaries. Um, I was going to say that the federal the, the government put them down and scattered their people to the winds. That's said in the movie, right? Yes. Oh, and how long ago was that, roughly, if anybody remembers? A generation ago. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, I mean, you know, that sucks. Like, what a nasty coincidence. Like, this shouldn't have anything to do with space politics. I'm annoyed at how political this is, I think, is the priest's note, is Vito's notion of the whole thing. Like, this is, like, not cool. This isn't my department, you know? So I don't want to, like, continue with, like, I passed that info up the chain, but I know it's not news. You know, like, the president's military people have already figured that out, you know? That's a whole separate thing. I'm more concerned about the sarcophagus. So, yeah, I just want to be I want to sort of spend the rest of my time just making sure that I've got all the access I need to this fifth element situation. Now, because all of the information from my ancient order has been passed down, you know, pretty well, like I'm aware of the location of the temple and the key and everything. Right. Like, what's the situation with all that nonsense? You have the key and you know where the temple is. Yes. OK, that, but that I don't really know in the movie. Like, I don't know if that's very forefront of mind, but I would certainly, you know, like to use my very limited new governmental juice to like make sure that I can get a pretty quick flight over there if I have to or something. Sure. Uh, yeah. Give, give me another politics role to have that pre set up. I'm rolling well. That is a success by three. Okay. And one for uh, David also, because I, I, you know, I like, I like the way he acts on long flights, you know, he cowers so cutely in the <laughs> he, he just, window yeah. seat. Yeah. yeah I mean, David for, this whole time that... has just been kind of in the corner, just like getting, refilling your water and like making sure that you have food and stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah. David. Yes. But so you guys have been staying on site in the small facilities you were given this whole time? 
Do you keep on so? saying yeah. that like it's like this is giving me yeah, like a uh, last action hero regular door no, <laughs> energy? No, I, I am just I am just checking because if you're going home, you will have access to your stuff. But when they arrive, you may not be there at that exact second. Yeah, I mean, I think that my initial sort of notion of the attack was that maybe I'd want to be in a bunker just in case some real bad stuff was imminent. But like, you know, if I live elsewhere in New York, which I think I do, you know, I think I'm coming and going, but I'm using my work days at the site to like further research and make sure I'm still still have my finger on the pulse, right? Like, I don't know if I'm sleeping there. I think I'm probably sleeping at home so that I can refer to my library. David just follows. He always just- Thanks, just, David. Yep, ready to, he like, it's, there's like an umbrella he holds up over you. It's a parasol. Um, so, but you're already most of your way home when you get a call saying that, you know, it's been a few days and, and the thing that you're waiting for has arrived. Oh, and David, yes. back to the site. Uh, yes, yes, sir. So you guys rush back. You arrive at the facility, but you're not immediately sure. You, there's just kind of word that it's arrived and that there's some kind of scientists have hands on the package and you don't know what it is. Give me some kind of a role to try and get yourself in the room. Now the military is kind of taking over and trying to shut you out a little bit. Can I roll computer operation to open the door so I can just walk in? <laughs> you might get yourself into trouble, but you can try it. Oh, would David do that? David wouldn't It'll, do that. To, David's to a rule of... follower. Um, I would like to roll uh, diplomacy to, to diplome my way into the room. Unless father has a better role than I do. I've been I've been thinking about it here. And unless I want to do like, uh, I mean, I can roll politics again. I think I'll, I think that's my best bet. Like they should know me by now. Like I should okay. be able to lean on. I don't know if that's politics or give fast a, talk, but give me a yeah. Give me a politics. My well, you've been rolling well. I'm going to give you a politics flat because I think All you've right. been generally smoothing your presence in this based on your prior roles. All right. Let's see. Uh. That is a success by two. Okay. Yeah. So another good politics success. You've been rolling well on this. Basically, you've kind of ingratiated yourself well here. You know how to manage these types of people. And even though they were clearly kind of trying to shut you out of it, they don't think that you're really important in this. You remind them that you have the president's stamp to be here. That's right. And you get yourself into the room just in time to see that the they've already put the package, as they keep calling it, inside some sort of a a tank and and you see it and it's kind of disheartening that as far as you can tell there's no stones it's just one hand of the sarcophagus well that's bad news that's terrible news that's uh -huh. awful news i mean i yeah i thought according uh, to uh, it should uh, be uh, there should be more than you who let these guys in here sir, they're not in sir, uniform sir, the president uh, of the we're, federation we're mi missing a piece there should be more of it is there more of it is there any way that some of it got lost in transit and the scientist turns to you in a wily way and says there's about to be oh all right well and he pushes a button and and the machine in front of you activates. Yes. Yeah, you've read up a bit on this technology. And what they're doing is they're using the just the DNA. There's a few, you know, cells left in there. And they're going to recreate the creature, the thing, based on its DNA. They're going to remake it. And that process is ongoing. It is starting in front of you. And you see as this miraculous machine starts piecing together bone by bone, ligament by ligament. And finally it closes in order to start a UV bombardment that will finalize the process. I think I need to roll a fright check. Yeah, give me a fright check, David. You're easily frightened. I feel like frightened. David is a little <laughs> frightened about this. Uh, need to roll. This shit is sick as hell. Check. I will. 
Yes, I fail that by one. Okay. Give me a roll on the fright check table. <laughs> Eleven. No, David, there's no need to be frightened. Everybody has DNA, <laughs> I, 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 even you. Uh, uh, t- 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 sir. It's all very natural. So you're, you're fine, David. You're just stunned for 2D seconds. So you're no one would even notice other than the father who knows you well that you're kind of just like... <gasps> what, what, whoa. He gets this way whenever we cross a bridge. <laughs> you are shocked and appalled at the supreme being being treated in this base biological this, way. Yes, exactly. I'm not happy about about this. Uh, but as the shield is removed and now you see in the vessel the supreme being and the shape is that of a young woman with orange hair. It's just her hand still in the piece of the sarcophagus. She's probably cold. Man, the scientist <laughs> going to roll a fright check again. Thermal Failed that. bandages and thermal bandages come out and cover her in the machine. And the general next to you says, um, I'd like to take a few photos for the, for the records. And mm-hmm. a camera comes out over and a flash photograph is taken. And at that, it awakes. And <gasps> Jaws, let's have you slide into Lilu. Oh, God, That's that came great, out That's great because David oh just rolled 16 on the fright check table. So I'm assuming he's going <laughs> oh <no>. down. <laughs> oh, let me take David yes. over. Okay, you've got David. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to send you... I, I I have a quick question. I mean, in all of my research, did I ever expect the Supreme Being would look like this? Like, how big of a shock of it is this that it's a young woman? Pretty big shock. You didn't really know anything about what it would look like, but... But the fact that it was in a sarcophagus suggests that it would probably be like a a humanoid. It was humanoid. The sarcophagus had a humanoid shape, but... If you expected it to be a human, not sure. You certainly didn't expect it to be a beautiful young woman. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm just watching in awe. This is amazing. I mean, this is the culmination of my life's work in a weird way. So 16 on the fright check. Jesus Christ. Table. Sorry, you're welcome. This is is like a Leonard Shelby situation, just being handed (laughs) off a character in grave peril. Who might be passing out. It's all good. I excel at these guys. This guy is in the (laughs) Vern chunk genre. (laughs) No problem. Add, add a stutter and I'm all He might have just blown chunks. So uh, stun for 1D seconds and acquire a new quirk. Now stun oh, for uh, 1D uh, seconds isn't going to have much of an impact because you're not in, in battle or anything. But for a new quirk, David, let's give you something fun. Um, you can't psychology your way out of this one, Scott. No, I can't. And there's no social skills either. Uh-uh. This is going to be well, he's me got just diplomacy. following. Sorry, me and Andy Hoover, we're used to the buddy comedies. This yeah, yes. Just let me do all the talking and the thinking yeah. and the work. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, David, you will start to blush uncontrollably when talking to any woman. <laughs> and you will have to roll will to not make an absolute ass of yourself. Oh, Fantastic. David. Okay. Um, <laughs> father, 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 are those are those all the clothes that they're going to put on her father? Because th- th- maybe there should be more. Are those warm? Those no. bandages? They don't look very warm. David they don't look very warm. She's, it's, it's the supreme oh. being. She'll, oh. A, she'll be fine. She's definitely B, supreme. she's not into you. Right. Definitely so, supreme. <laughs> yep. Shutting up, father. Shutting up. Lilu, you yes. uh, will notice that your base stats are amazing. Yes, and I have um, so few skills. <laughs> however, you don't have a lot of skills. What you have yeah. is wild talent. So uh. that means that Five times per episode, you can roll to immediately pick up any skill, skill. and on a success, you will keep that skill. You will just have it at that level from then on. You will always have them at one point, but with your base stats, you will be very good at them immediately. 
at that point, we jump back in with Lilu. You are disoriented and ah, confused. Ah. You've awoken into the world from nothing. You have no memory other than those that are just seeded into your DNA. And um, yeah, you're in a panic. Give me a fright check minus four to start with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Critical success. Oh, my Very God. Nice. And nice. so it begins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> you're right, Scott. The dice you know know. Andy, yeah, Andy, let's just go home. So you're I mean, wake up in a panic, <laughs> and then suddenly you just supreme calm. You go to calm, you evaluate the situation, you figure out where you are. The ship that was to deliver you was destroyed. You have been recreated based on your DNA. And you yeah. are on Earth. These are humans. And you are being held in some kind of vessel. And you immediately... Have I ever been recreated before? Is this the first time that that has happened to me? Or do you think there's a chance that I would have had that happen before? Ooh, would you necessarily know? Would I know? The... Well, it feels like that's a memory in my DNA. You know that you were created from scratch. You were not born. You were made. And the okay. sarcophagus was holding you in, you know, in a slumber. Okay. But that... You don't have memory of because it didn't happen to you. Right. Got it. Okay, great. Thanks. Continue. But immediately you kind of read the room and figure out sort of where you are and sort of what is happening. Uh-huh. What do you do? I, I don't want to be in this thing anymore. I'm in like a thing, right? Yeah, like you're like in a, a tube uh, thing. Tube thing with a thick, transparent shield. I punch up in a callback. So give me a strength minus four to punch through this strength thick glass. Minus four. What's sure, your strength? I handle that neatly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, here yeah. we go. And in the room, everyone, this happened a lot faster than in the movie where she spends a while chattering in her own language. We hadn't even established the thickness of the glass. The people around you were still kind of staring aghast at her beauty. And now the Supreme Being is punching its way through the glass. <laughs> Just boop. Awesome. I mean, whatever the Supreme Being wants, thinks thinks Vito. Is the Supreme Being supposed to be that angry? Because she looks very angry. She looks very the angry, Supreme, Father. The Supreme Being is supposed to be whatever the Supreme Being is supposed to be and right now. at that, the military around you, that. you know, starts bursting into action to try and subdue the Supreme Being. Don't hurt her. Bring her close. Don't hurt her. Bring yes, her keep close. her alive. Keep her alive. Please, don't, don't hurt her. <laughs> Lilu, you see the movement of soldiers around you as they go yeah. to what appears to be attack. Am I still stuck in it? Will, is it going to take another punch to get out? Yeah, you'll all need another strength minus four to get you fully out because okay, you, you've I'm punched a it... hole into it, but now you need to burst Good. out. I'm going to try to burst out of it, but if I can preserve any pieces of it as cover, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try okay. to like punch through and then hold because I, clearly this is strong glass. Give me a strength minus four and then okay. a dex minus four as well to try and grab a piece in midair like that. In midair. Great. Got it. Yes, I handle strength. No problem. Dex, no problem as well. Okay. The supreme being bursts out in a single move, grabbing a big old thick chunk of the reinforced plastic glass that was holding her in, standing now on top, because you went up, right? So you're standing on top yeah. of this thing, looking around yes, as standing nervous on it, soldiers with weapons go around. And and Father Vito, it, it looks like they're going to go shoot the Supreme Being. No, 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 don't shoot, don't shoot. Um, uh, uh, she must be cut alive for the sake of the- Give me some for, kind for of- For the sake of us all. Give me some kind of a roll to convince the ah, panic public soldiers. public speaking. <laughs> Public speaking. I'll take public speaking. Minus two. No, if it's minus two, that's unfortunate. That's a, yeah. That's a you're shouting, but not several. not above the din. As I would like to roll diplomacy. Okay, David. David's gonna roll diplomacy. diplomacy. Minus like, 
Thor to break through the din uh, here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a failure by three. Yeah, you guys are shouting, but there's a lot of noise. People are not paying attention to you. And Can I <laughs> They're just yell? really into the separation of church and state. Like, you guys shouldn't even be here. <laughs> Do I do I speak do I speak the divine language? Broken. You can tr you can roll IQ to try and get phrases out in the divine language. Yes. All right. I'm gonna roll IQ. Uh, I succeeded by one, and uh, I basically yell I wa yell a warning to Lilo in the divine language. I yelled, "They're coming to kill! They're coming to capture you! They're coming to capture you! Don't let them kill you! Don't let them kill you!" Oh, How God. much of that do I Lilo, get? Give me an IQ roll to understand it, because his his divine it's is pretty probably bad. Probably heavily act. Oh yeah, no problem. I yeah. understand absolutely. Yeah, you get it. You certainly get it. <laughs> For what it's worth, I think my my view on it is that I'm kind of okay with her getting captured at this point. I mean, I'm still just sort of in shock about the whole situation, but like I just don't want her to get like. So I'm I'm trying. I mean, I know this is all ineffectual. No one's listening to me, but like I think. I would be okay at this point with like tranquilizer darts or something like just everybody calm down yeah but know? are you certain like, that that's what the panic soldiers are doing nope so i'm gonna continue trying to stop <laughs> okay <laughs> nope so but i other than yelling at them like i'm not i'm not yet in a position where i'm gonna well you know what yeah i'm gonna start putting myself in the way of some guns then you know if like okay. i'm gonna maneuver myself you're I'm rushing into the between, room yeah between the soldiers and the screen being okay Cool. David, come with me. I am, I'm right but, on the heels. Um, oh, okay. Before you're able to do that, uh, we get a turn of soldiers. And again, no one here is has enough expertise on weapons to know if what they're firing are tranquilizing rays or murder rays. <laughs> but um, they sure ain't bananas. <laughs> but <laughs> the one thing we're not sure. Good. Not potatoes, First not bananas. Soldier, there's three of them taking shots this turn. First guy, um, that is a miss. Second guy... Uh, that is going to be a success. And third guy, that is going to be a success. Now, Lilu, you have, I have two options reflexes. here because, yes, you do. Uh, but you also, you can dodge or you can block because you have a sheet. I would like to roll for acrobatics. Okay. You're going to give yourself an acrobatic dodge, I presume? Is that the yes, idea? Yes, that's what I'm okay, attempting great. to do. So first of all, give me a dex roll to wild talent acrobatics. <laughs> yes, neatly so. Okay, great. So you succeed that acrobatics roll and you now have acrobatics on your sheet. Oh my God, Joss, this <laughs> character's amazing. This character sheet. For GURPS inclined listeners, that is only at a 15 with one point in it because their underlying dex is so high. Is that correct? Correct. <laughs> so don't, don't do any cartwheels just yet, all you future acrobats out there. <laughs> Real life isn't like a podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just killing time. I'm sorry. <laughs> so having succeeded your acrobatics, you now get the dodge and the acrobatics dodge. So roll dodge. Yes. Okay. Big success. So you're standing holding a little shield atop mm -hmm. this broken cylindrical vessel. And these three soldiers come up and start opening fire at you. Describe your acrobatic dodge. Right. I would like to run to the edge of that tube, do a full like somersault into the air, Land, do another roll, and try to get to the door. Okay, you're doing that. You're successfully moving towards the door. Vito and David, your turn. What What are you doing? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that that's impressive. Um, <laughs> it, I would argue that the Supreme <laughs> what, what Being you doesn't. A ten? This is a, well. This is. A, I think this is a test of my faith, where it's like I I was I was wrong to think that the Supreme Being really needed my help in this fashion. But I'm still <laughs> I still would like to be near the Supreme Being's inner light, I guess. And I want to, you know, yeah. So I'm I'm following. I'm following. I'm trying not to get shot, but I'm following. Okay. I would like to roll diplomacy one more time. Okay. 
Roll diplomacy. Oh, are you rolling I diplomacy six... on the soldier on the military brass? Uh, the soldiers, yes. Okay, success by. I got an eight, and my uh, diplomacy is eleven. Success by three. Nice. So that right, is on right. the button for the diplomacy by f- minus three that I asked for. So yeah, you're able to break through the noise a little bit and try and calm things. And what what are you I saying? Say, yeah, I say all right. That's enough with the guns and the shooting and all the violence. Did you see what she just did? She can keep doing that indefinitely, and she will be y'all up why can't we all just calm down and talk we speak her language we'll talk to her everybody calm down and the, the general <laughs> the general who's right next to you hears this and actually gets the soldiers hey hey, hey stand down stand down stand down and tries to turn towards Lilu, who is at, you know at this point is in full motion and, and midair yeah and I, I i grab Vito and i push him in front of me i go Whoa. i go i go i go i go talk to her talk to her talk to her talk to her um, i can't uh, do it I'm well, uh, yes, everyone calm you down. Are, you um, speak the divine language fluently. No, no, I know, but I, I, I feel like I'm still more concerned about all these men with guns. I don't know how to address the I supreme being. I just solved being. the problem. I don't know how to address the supreme being. I haven't really, I didn't think this would, um, excuse me, uh, miss, miss, the supreme being. Um, <laughs> Is this happening Are you speaking in divine language or? I am, okay, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, you are, uh, uh, Lilu, give me a perception roll just to have taken yeah. in the events because <laughs> you're, you're kind of sprinting as this yeah. is happening. So, you know, all that happened very quickly, we'll Um, say. uh, I definitely perceive it. So you see that all that's happening. These um, two priests, you assume, are the priests of your order. You know that they exist. Are you continuing straight or are you going to hang out in the room with them? Oh, hey, do I have on one of those little necklaces, too? Do I have a little thing that has the divine order? Okay, I've pulled it up and I swing it and I show it to her. I just show, I show her the, the, the necklace that I have. Lilu, Lilu, what are you doing? Um, I, I see all of this happening and I, if I made it, did I make it to the door with that roll? Yeah, with that roll, you made it, well, most of the way to the door. You were in movement as they were speaking this, as all these events were happening. And it's, everybody has stopped firing on me? Yes, it seems like the general got the soldiers to aim their guns down at the ground. They haven't put them away, but they're no longer firing at you. Okay, but they're not at me. Then, I, yeah, I stopped for just a second. I still have the shield up like I did the flips and I rolled with it. And so I pull it up and I'm just I just stop and I like wait for a hot second, just he- trying to hear what they have to say next. Yeah. Um, yes, please stop. Stop right there. Yes. Yep, good. They have a tremendous body control. <laughs> um, yes, I am um, a, a, a father a Vito of the uh, order of the. Um, Supreme being, your order, uh, not David. You just see yes, my hand David. pop up behind yes, him, David. and I, yes, and I shake my necklace over his right shoulder. He is. He has his own um, skills. Uh, but you are the one that we are, are concerned with. As you must know, a great evil is approaching us, and you, uh, I'm sorry for the rather abrupt circumstances of your reconstruction, but we need your help. Yeah, his his divine language isn't perfect, but you can understand everything he's saying. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Lilu? I speak back and I say, help, how do I... I- I still can't. How do I? I know I help. I know I help. Yeah, she's help. still a little dazed and confused, you presume, from having been woken from that. Well, um, is there any way I turn to, uh, I, I, I ask, please, just just wait a moment. We'll get this all sorted out. And I turn to like the head doctor, military guy, whoever seems to be so in charge of the room. There's two guys kind of in charge of the room, the head scientist and the general. Which one of them are you kind of turning to? Uh, I think I turn to the head scientist because okay. I want to see if there's a place. Um, is there a place here in the facility where, where she might be able to, to have some privacy and be made comfortable? Give her some time to come to her senses. Come to herself. Give me a... Uh, diplomacy role or something to try and get all right diplomacy diplomacy sounds reasonable i think yeah um, to try and get them to agree that you're the person who should be managing this situation is the main thing oh yikes 
It's not a bad roll, but I do fail my diplomacy by one. I rolled diplomacy. No, David. I got it. I got it by one. I got it by one. I go, I go, why is everyone still freaking out? This is really, really simple. We just need a room where we can all stand around and talk, just like the father said. There's got to be room in this whole big complex. And at this, the scientist snaps too. Yeah, yeah, fine. She's a person. She's a human. Uh, let's take her to one of the human rooms, I guess. That sounds like a plan. And um, <laughs> Thank you! And he starts to lead the way. The general follows as well with a retainer of men with guns. And you are They're walking all, towards me? Well, they're leading you towards somewhere. They, they are gesturing okay. to come with. And okay. everyone seems to be walking towards, and you go down the hall around I a couple corridors. Shield, you keep your shield, and you are led into a conference room with a big round desk and Perfect. a bunch of yeah. science gobbledygook scribbled on some whiteboards. And there's a couple people taking, you know, just kind of eating a burrito in here. And the head scientist shoes them out. And now here you are assembled in a big conference room with Lilu. I go over to the burrito and I. I sniff it. Yeah, it sounds. It smells delicious. Yeah, I eat it. You take their burrito. Yeah. Okay, give me a give me some kind of a dex roll to snatch the burrito from them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just gonna grab the burrito. Yes, I get it by two. Yeah, this person says excuse, but they are too confused by your appearance and the situation, and they fail their will, and they take a second, like they're gonna say something about the burrito that was just taken from them, and and then they decide it's really not worth it, and they clear off, and you are left with a burrito, a delicious burrito. That's the best thing ever. It's so good. David David goes David goes up to the guy whose burrito was stolen. He goes, "She's very sorry. Uh, she's very hungry. She's the divine being. If she wants your burrito, she gets your." Burrito. Burrito. Yes, and Thank she, you also, for your service. Um, she also might want your lab coat, if I could have that as well. Thank you. She wants your lab coat, Excuse too. Me. Yes, thank you. Does um, he give it to me? Uh, give me, your, case, give me a roll. To, well, actually, as you say that, the the general says, your lab coat soldier. This guy's clearly a scientist, not a soldier, but the man is intimidated and takes off the lab coat and hands it to you. <laughs> Dr. Raymond, soldier. All right, we've already... <laughs> We've already improved the movie. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> the, the woman is no longer naked in the room. Yep, there you go. Uh, I get it and try to put my feet through the armholes. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, actually, you do it however you want to, the Supreme Being. <laughs> I put my feet through the armholes, and then I like take both ends of it, and I tie it over one shoulder. So I have like a pantsuit with a it's like one a shoulder. Fantastic. <laughs> do you want to roll fantastic. fashion? Do you want to roll? You know, use yes? one of your wild talents for fashion? No. She doesn't no, have to roll it. She is it. I am it. <laughs> okay, so you uh, look silly, but you're wearing more than uh, the thermal I, like, bandages. Kind of frown at them and like pick at the like all the bunched up fabric around my crotch, but I make it work. Yeah, it works. You've, I mean, you've got a neck hole around your crotch, but yeah. you know what are you going to do? <laughs> and yeah. um, we have bigger problems. <laughs> so the general now turns to you, Vito Cornelius, and says, "Now I know you're here by dint of the president, but this is a military operation and I need a damn good explanation of who you are and why you need to be in this room. But, well, um, <clears throat> I'm the only one who can speak the language of the Supreme Being. I believe it's That's a good point. You're me. in the room. Why is he in the room Thank pointing you. to David? I'm, 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 I'm the one that helps him speak the language of the Supreme Being. Uh, one translator cannot focus on everything. I need someone to be my... Um, you know, scribe, as it were, to run and get any necessary books, etc. My research assistant. Fine. Unless you want to spend, do you have time freezing technology? We could train up one of these other military men. Fine. But no, he's the best we've got. Thank Fine. You. you two are in the room. 
Now tell me this. How do you speak her language? Practice, practice, practice. No. Um, what language is it? It is the language of the supreme being. It's the divine language. It was spoken from since the beginning before time was time. They've been the, the these people, these beings, they've been around since before there was recorded history. Do you understand that our order has 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 tracked these these uh, these people, these the these aliens that brought her and we've been preparing for this day for all of our lives, father, all of our lives, at least all of my life, which admittedly is not a very long life, but, but still but still long enough to know that the Supreme Being is here to help us fight the evil, the giant space monster that's coming toward Earth right now. We've been preparing for this for 500 years well, for God's sake. Uh, and David, at that moment, well said, well said. I walk over to the guy that had the burrito and I stand directly in front of him and I hold out my hand. He, he's he's left. Oh. He, he, he has left. He was, he was not allowed to be in this he room. He didn't stick around. Then I walk over. He gave over, you his coat and he fucked off. I walk over to the nearest person next to me and I hold out my hand. I get what's going on. She's hungry. Somebody give her some food. She's starving. She was just put back together from molecules for God's sake. All she wants is a burrito. Oh, why am I surrounded by morons? Um, and David, one of back. the soldiers is sent out to fetch burritos. Fetch the host chef. And um, I, I go I over to the next guy and then I hold my hand out and I start pointing in it. I I tell I. I try very hard. Let me let me see here. Because I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I can't I speak English, right? Yeah. I'm going you, to. You I'm don't going speak English. Well, I mean, uh, what? Can I just ask them what they like? Supreme being, what is it? What can I get you? Hungry. Hungry. Yes. Well, I do have gardening at twelve. Um, <laughs> is there a snack machine? <laughs> Bring back as many burritos as possible. Yes. Yeah, she's hungry. They confirmed. Sent, they sent people out to get All burritos, right. so those those I are rolled, coming. I rolled my IQ. I made it by uh, three, and I so I say to her in in broken divine language, I say they're going to bring back. So many burritos, uh, you're gonna be I don't think so you, happy. I, what's the what word do you use for burrito <laughs> in the divine language? I definitely, what is it? What I do definitely you use? say I definitely say wrapped animal. Wrapped animals. They're going to bring back wrapped, wrapped animals. animals. They're going to bring back many, many wrapped animals for her to eat. I like wrapped animals. Animals and blankets. I, I like they I like wrapped animals. What's so a blanket? So many animals and blankets for you to eat. This is like sorry, quick it. sidebar to my middle school German teacher shout out. <laughs> But she told this story. Frau Anifachenko was her name. She was great. Wow. And she told the story of when she she was like first generation. She came over to America as a little girl and she just couldn't get over the literal translation of hot dog. She was like, <laughs> I can't believe that you eat that here. No, I don't want one. Thank you very much. Wow. That's so, funny. That's pretty awesome. She was like, she's like, I'm sure I got those words right that you're saying. No, I do not want to eat a hot dog. That sounds terrible. <laughs> anyway, continue with the film re-roll. The military brass is trying to get answers from you, Father Vito Cornelius. Are, are you, are you going to get, you know, are you going to lay it out on the table? Or are you being cagey Yes. I mean, I, I, I tell them everything I know. I'm, okay. You know, we need this as, this is the, now his. So he, he listens to your, you know, explanation, presumably of the, you know, base thing. And he's not interested in all the lore. He just wants to know about the weapon thing. And from that, he's able to gather that this is the supreme being is the fifth element, as you explained. But then he's like, okay, good. so there were four stones, you called them? Yes, we need those two. We I think. don't yes. have those. Um, well, find them. It's not my department. Okay. Lilu knows where they are, though. Can she understand what he's Lilu saying? Lilu cannot understand what he is saying. Oh, okay, well, I I, like, we should ask yeah. the Supreme Being. So I asked the yeah. Supreme Being. So, uh, Supreme Being, um, the, 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 now, it, it's wonderful that you're here. Uh, you are the, the most important member of our party, but there are four stones that would have been transported with you. Do you know their whereabouts? Yes. All right. Can we get to them? Can Can I come with you to get them with David? And perhaps uh, can you come some, with me? A battalion. It's your call. Whatever you want goes. You're the supreme being. Well, where are they, supreme being? <laughs> that is a good question. Were they on the ship with me? They were not. They were decoys. They were not. 
that an empty box was presumably taken by those that attacked you. But the real ones are with an opera singer named Flava Laguna. And on that note, we will call it for the day and we will be back with more Fifth Element in just a uh, couple weeks. Uh, this was an interesting start. We we were really on the movie, very yes. much mm-hmm. so, really the key decision, which, and, and I was thinking about this movie a lot, and I was thinking how kind of on rails it is, except for a few things that really don't need to happen, like her landing in Corbin Dallas's ca- cab, but they still will probably need his help and stuff. But the one that I really didn't think of, which is such an obvious turnoff point, is if Vito just stays with the government people. Like, if he doesn't just give up and go home. Right. And that totally changes it, because now, like, kind of the party's already together. And it has a lot more oomph behind it in terms of geopolitical power, right? Like, Yeah, presumably. I mean, some some really good, kind of crucial politics roles there as well to keep yourself in the game. Um, I love it when politics roles are, are game changers. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is fun. I'm excited to see where this goes. We could. Do we have time for a mailbag? Do we have? Uh, well, uh, we had a request it out at 545. So I'm going to oh, right. just okay. respect that and good. say, yeah. let's call it. Peace. Um, real quick, Andy is Reroll Andy on Twitter. Scott is ScottIello41 on Twitter and Instagram. Jaws is JawsVam on Instagram and the real JawsVam on Twitter. I am Paolo Kiros on Twitter. The show is Film Re- Reroll on Twitter and film reroll on Patreon. And thank you to everyone who supports there. That is the only way we can keep the show going. It is entirely based on fan donations. So thank you to everyone who supports us. And there are also fan run forums. The largest are, I believe, on Reddit and Discord. And the mailbag is mailbag at filmreroll.com. And with that, I'm just going to call it here. Thanks, folks. This was an awesome first. Right. first thank you. First yeah. chapter. Yeah, to see yeah this is great. Yeah, right, Jaws, hit... it was uh it was the dive out the window. Mm-hmm.